When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you've wanted yet feared to do work that is weird, this is the show you just need to hear, where it is revealed how people got into a field that very much appealed to them, you know, following your passion and all that, you know, blazing your own trail. They finished with success because they kept on trying each time they failed. Let's listen to them speak about their jobs, which are quite unique. Weird work. You know the names Gravedigger, Maximum Destruction, and Mohawk Warrior. No one can deny it. Monster trucks are fucking awesome. And no one does it like Monster Jam. The perennial ear-popping event travels to over 30 cities, and it's gone international, crushing cars and breaking hearts in countries like Germany, the Netherlands, and jolly old England. But who gets to be the man behind the machine, the cowboy to these mechanical stallions? Well, today's guest, Bernard Light, is not your typical kart racer, gasoline pumping in his veins, all to fuel some lifelong dream of riding monsters. No, no, no. Bernard cut his teeth as another weird work. A professional stuntman. That is, until he became the first in history to make the jump from doing flips to flipping these 10-foot-tall, real-life Hot Wheels. Bernard's the driver on Team Megalodon. You know, the truck that looks like the giant fucking shark, Megalodon. And his combination of X-game level stunts and F1 level racing led him to win Entertainer of the Year. I'm Sam Balter, and this Sunday, 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 it's Weird Work! <laughs> Okay, first question. The dramatic and wildly popular high-production Netflix show Drive to Survive about F1 racing has helped to increase the popularity of the sport. Do you think a drama-filled docuseries about the trials and tribulations of Monster Jam would be a hit? Oh my goodness. That is an <laughs> awesome question to start off with. Realistically, yes. To have like a um, a reality show of what really goes on behind the scenes of monster jam oh man uh, so many people would tune in and it would just be it would be eye-opening for a lot of people at some of the things that we actually you know go through or how we actually learn how to do some of the things that we learn to do on the trucks yeah i just feel like oh my god how if f1 drive to survive is popular they're just going in a circle that's kind of boring sometimes i'm like Monster Jam would be awesome. Good. Where where would I begin with something like that? Oh man, 
home life to the travel part to getting around each other and then the the slight rivalries like we all love each other don't get me wrong but let's just say it's very hard to beat a certain someone that's been around for 40 years you know so that's all i'll say <laughs> yeah no i would i like to get into that later so before let's let's take it back a little bit uh before before monster jam before stuntman Growing up, were you into like high risk activities? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The straight point and blank of what I want to say is I was literally the kid that swung from the chandelier. <laughs> so um, my sister was babysitting. She had a friend over and they were watching me, but apparently not very well. And the story I got was as my brother comes home, he looks up and just, there I am, just <laughs> swinging back and forth. Apparently, I climbed onto the table, reached up, and climbed on something else and got up and just started doing my thing. So <laughs> uh, so it sounds like hanging from a chandelier might have been your first stunt. How did you get the opportunity to drive for Monster Jam? So I was a part of a show called Marvel Universe Live, and I played the role of Spider-Man for a couple of years. And then when I was working for nuclear, a show called Nuclear Cowboys, I was an acrobat for that show. Love um, that we name. We would jump off Love. of your ramp. <laughs> that was a fun one. That was a fun one. The two shows, Nuclear Cowboys and Marvel Universe Live, are both owned by Feld along with Monster Jam. Uh-huh. So when I was doing Nuclear Cowboys, like I previously said, the show was not about me at all, but you saw me. Uh-huh. I, I, I had a presence. I had a stage presence. Like you knew I was there. Um, Marvel Universe Live, I put in the work and that really put me in better standing somewhat with the company. So they, they know me there as well. After doing that, I was literally resting my body. I did Marvel Universe Live for two years. I did Nuclear Cowboys for four. After resting my body from playing the role of Spider-Man, the company reached out and was like, Hey, you know, we really like you and the things you've done. And, you know, we like your presence and this is that and the other, your work ethic is really nice. At the time I'm like, um, that's really nice and all, but uh, what do you want? Like, <laughs> why are you boosting me up like this? I really appreciate it, but what's up? <laughs> and they said it just like this. I won't forget it. They said, well, um, we were kind of thinking uh, if you would maybe possibly think about driving a monster truck. Uh, yeah, I want to <laughs> drive a monster truck. <laughs> um. And I said it just like that because people were in the room and they knew that I was, you know, in a weird spot. So I was like, yeah, I want to drive a monster truck. (laughs) (laughs) And they looked at me like, wait, what? So then um, they were like, "Okay, thank you very much for saying, you know, yes, but we need to tell you this, too. You are going to be an experiment. And I was like, "Um, what do you mean? We want to see if we can take our stunt people and train them to do this. And also see if we can, if this is a trainable thing. I was the first person that the company hired that had no motorsports background. And I came in and I did well enough my first year to where I opened the door for every other average Joe to be able to come in. I am the reason to this day for, um, I believe up to four or five other drivers and they're still doing auditions average Joes that have not ever done this, seen it, or known anything about it because I did so well my first year. 
That's amazing. Because that's one of the things that, like, I don't know what experience qualifies you for monster truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it seems, it seems so far removed from, like, normal driving, normal, like, anything normal. That, you know, I was struggling to be like, is racing even applicable here? Like, does it even matter? You know, like, being able to drive? Or is it just, like, having that kind of drive work ethic? Yes and no. So um, we call him the professor. His name is Tom Mintz. He drives maximum destruction. He literally says, the worse you drive these things, the better. (laughs) But I have to go back on that and say, my coming in and not knowing anything about Monster Jam definitely had me kind of, you know, um, behind the group and some of the people that I even go up against today. A lot of people rode... Uh, dirt bikes Uh or quads a lot of people just simply grew up watching it or uh, grew up in and around it working on trucks with their parents or whatever now having that understanding of the trucks makes a big difference another thing i'm used to using my body i can jump into a handstand and hold it and you know for however long and that's easy to me but if you watch some of our videos if you watch some of the things that we're doing in what we call the two-wheel skills competition We are balancing the truck on the front two tires, just like a handstand. And that has been a little bit harder for me because I'm balancing a vehicle around my balance point. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's not just you. Were you into monster trucks as a kid? Not at all. Really? Um, Really. My my only experience with monster trucks and monster jam um, before I was asked to be a driver was sitting on the couch watching television remote in hand going click click i see a monster jam commercial and i was like how does one even do that click (laughs) 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 when you came into monster jam as the first person to come in with a stunt background and not like kind of motocross training or anything like that were you an outsider from the rest of the monster truck community i'm actually really glad you asked that question um yes i was (laughs) now everyone was very welcoming not that part so much But I mean, okay, I was literally in a truck called Alien Invasion. And with that, I was literally from another world as far as the other drivers and stuff that were in motorsports. So it suited me very well. Um, Alien Invasion will always be my first love. I'm part of Team Megalodon now, and I went from cool truck to cool truck. But my point is, is I didn't know anything about anything with these trucks and i'm still learning today even people that have been around them that turn wrenches on them every single day they are still learning about the trucks as well could you just describe like how a typical monster jam event works to somebody who's never been like what are the main categories how many laps are there any of that stuff all right, so am I explaining it to you or am I trying to sell it to you? Sell it to me. Come on, sell it to me. Obviously. Are you kidding me? Okay. I love I okay. love a sale. I love a pitch. Okay. All right. Let me let me try my sell face. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I could talk to you for hours about Monster Jam. Straight up, we are going to keep you at the edge of your seat. We're going to start off with racing. You're going to see all of your favorite drivers go head to head on the track trying to pull out that win. And we're trying to get as many points as we possibly can. The next event is the two-wheel skills competition to where we put these trucks on the two wheels any type of way we can, whether it be the back wheels, the front wheels, 
flying through the air with sky wheelies. It is an absolutely awesome event, and you will not want to miss that one. After that, we go into halftime. But during halftime, you still want to make sure you're paying attention because we've got the freestyle motocross riders that are going to be doing their thing right after halftime. We go into donuts, which is my personal favorite. Whether you're doing them or eating them, donuts are my absolute <laughs> favorite. But then we go into everyone else's favorite, which is Monster Jam Freestyle. You could possibly see a backflip in these 12,000 pound amazing machines. If we do a backflip, you can guarantee the entire arena is just going to go crazy. And they're super exhilarating and they're a lot of fun to do. But that is also the point where we can just go out there and show a lot of our personality and have a good time and make sure you're having a good time with us. <laughs> that's a pitch that is a pitch that's great okay uh so now one of the things you fed described as and one word for the most entertaining driver how what would you say has earned you that title okay so when i started um being from another world the world of stunts and i mean i don't think i mentioned this yet i started off as a cheerleader so I was thinking, well, what can I do to really stand out? Because my driving skill isn't going to be like someone who's done this their whole lives. Um, it's not going to be like someone who's turning wrenches that understands the mechanics of the trucks. So anytime that I got a win, I would make sure that I got out. And I'm the guy that whenever he does something awesome that he's uh, super excited about, I do flips. Dang. So I get out of the truck. And I'll do a flip off the truck or I'll do flips down the side of the arena. I make sure made sure I was doing something to stand out in people's heads. And I can thankfully say it worked. What's also wonderful about it is the Monster Jam fans. I, I kid you not. And I, be I believe this. I'll say this until I'm blue in the face, pun intended. We have the best fans out there because when I became a part of Monster Jam, they have followed my story. And they have seen my progression in my driving. And I just didn't think that anyone would really pay me any attention like that, you know? So they know that I do flips. They know that I was a cheerleader. They know that this is not the only thing that I do compared to, say, a Gravedigger or an El Toro Loco. They are more than happy with what I give them as far as just progressing telling them that I was that dreamer that put in the work and that I'm still out here doing my best to just keep up and have fun doing it. Yep. Yep. I feel like one thing that I wonder is like you have this balance of multiple drivers and in a truck and you have a truck has its own almost like personality to it. So how much of a personality do you, of your own personality as a driver, do you bring versus kind of the personality of Megalodon? That's another really good question. Um, Megalodon, I, I was about the fifth or sixth driver of Megalodon. So it definitely has its own presence. It's a very cool truck and it, it, and it sells itself for the most part. Um, I change up somewhat of, I guess you can kind of say a gimmick. Uh, for example, with Alien Invasion, I was all about, um, you know, we come in peace, but we're here to destroy the competition. With Megalodon, now it's all about, you know, let's you know, uh, hang loose, chill out, have a good time. If somebody had never seen Megalodon, how would you describe it to them? Okay, 
The first thing I say is it is a 12,000 pound monster jam truck that looks like a huge shark. Now, right there already, you're thinking, okay, a huge shark. Well, I know what a shark looks like, but then I'll go on to say this dirt dolphin (laughs) (laughs) flies through the air. It looks really mean, not scary. (laughs) <laughs> it's something that you really have to experience and see for yourself. Monster truck toys are all over the place. For you as the driver of Megalodon, are you handing those out to people like all the time for Christmas? You know, it's like everybody get Megalodon toys and Megalodon swag from you. <laughs> Absolutely. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's dope. I like assume why would you not? But like I, I, it would be my go-to gift for everybody. Like everybody's just getting Megalodon stuff. <laughs> yes. It, and it's easy too because Megalodon is so such a popular truck. You know, the, you got the little trucks, you got the slightly bigger trucks. You know, I've given away pieces of the truck that I've, you know, demolished or whatever, um, <laughs> in fact. So people, believe it or not, really appreciate that stuff. And it's easy for me because to a certain degree, I'm giving them somewhat of a part of me because it represents me. But at the same time, it's just a good gift because it's one of the more popular trucks as far as being a part of Monster Jam. So what was it like the first time when you like crushed a car? You know, I feel like I got to feel like that must be unlike anything else. Yes, it is. Um, I remember the very first time during competition, I believe I have the picture, like just so happened someone took a shot of me doing it in Alien Invasion. The first time I hit a set of fresh cars, it was amazing. Like it was really cool <laughs> fresh car give you a pop like nothing else like when you hit fresh cars it's going to give you a nice wheelie position to where you can either take it up or you can just kind of ride over and actually crush the cars and then continue what you're doing but when i hit it i remember coming around whipping looking right at it and just at them and taking off towards them hitting them and the feeling is unlike any other. Like that that's all I've got. That is something that you definitely have to experience if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not a commonly available experience. Do you do ride alongs? Can people hop in the car with you? <laughs> no, not at all. Now we do have ride trucks. Um we do what's called Thunder Alley at different like valley fairs and different amusement parks up north. Um <laughs> we set up a grave digger. And we set up a Megalodon, and I believe it seats, I think, about 12 people. Is there anything else that's different from, like, a monster truck versus a regular car? Okay, so look at the Monster Jam trucks or monster trucks in general as big go-karts, okay? So you're driving them already with both feet. And then the steering wheel controls the front two tires, and then the little toggle switch, like, right, right next to the steering wheel, that it goes left and right and it controls the back two tires. So we are consistently doing a lot of different things whenever you see us racing, doing these two-wheel skills and things like that, just to turn around. It's a big learning curve, but at the same time, it's let's just say it's a little bit harder than, say, you know how people say, once you learn how to ride a bike, you know how to ride a bike. It's a little bit harder than that. I got a feeling it is more than a little bit harder than riding a bike. To try. <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> the, the, as long as you can, if you can get away from driving with both hands, 
you should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a, yeah, oh, by your casual, just taking the training wheels off the bike, it's the same thing. Like, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'd be stressed to believe that. One thing I wonder is, are Monster Trucks and Monster Jam different? In terms of like their engine, suspension, or drivability, or are they all essentially the same build? Okay, so um, we're getting into somewhat of a nitty gritty. With that being said, um, we have company trucks that are pretty much all the same. Then we have independents that also can come in and be a part of Monster Jam. Okay, now the independent drivers they are part of other companies that sign you know uh, get a contract with feld and they do feld tours or monster jam tours um the difference is the independents own their trucks whatever they do to their trucks they on the road now they don't get to come home on the road Whenever they're, you know, we have an event and they do something to their trucks, they have to fix it. They have to take care of and maintain their, their vehicles. Me being a company driver, I have a crew chief, or as we call them now, a technician for Team Megalodon. Whenever I tear something up, he puts it back together. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sitting here saying that sometimes we don't help the independents and vice versa. But being a company driver... I don't have to worry about the maintenance and I get to come home. Independents stay on the road, travel their own trucks from venue to venue, and work on and keep their own running. Okay. The other thing I wondered about in terms of Monster Jam is how does the pay work? And does the pay equate to winning? Like, if you win more, do you get paid more? Um, As far as independents, I'm not sure how that works with them, but I do know whenever they are leading or they take a certain event, that they may get a bump. I've heard different things over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as us, we are all on the same level because, yes, this is a competition, and, yes, we are fighting for as many points as we can possibly get to be a part of what we call um, World Finals that's going to be in Nashville this year. Um, we are fighting to get as many points as we can to go to that. Basically, as far as the pay, though, we are all, as far as we know, it's not something we really just talk about. We're all around the same level. Okay. Now, you have some older seasoned drivers, for example, Mr. You know Tom Mintz. I do not know, and I'm going to reiterate, I do not know, but I would like to think that he is definitely higher up on the food chain as far as that is concerned. But everyone who has come in from about year, I don't know, 2016 and up, we're all about the same. And now... Forgive me if this is like a stupid question because I know everybody's competing, but how much is Monster Jam like choreographed versus like it's a race race, you know, where it's like locked in or is it like everybody is racing to win? Everybody is racing to win. And quite literally, I kid you not. And some people are still going to be like, oh, that's bull crap. Oh, I, I, I promise it's not. It is not scripted. We do not know what's going to happen. We do not know who's going to win. Some people like to say that there are certain trucks out there that have a leg up on other trucks. Um, Popularity of the trucks do help, and that's mainly because racing is up to us. We are racing up against each other to try to get eight points. You get eight points when you win, six points for, um, for second, third is four points, and then everyone else under is two points. 
But during these events, you can actually go to what's called um, judgeszone.com, uh, the two-wheel skills competition, the donut competition, and the freestyle competition are all voted on by the fans. So when you go to the judgeszone.com, it get, gives you like a little meter that you can scroll up or down from zero to 10, and it's up to them to judge. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, so one of the things that I wonder is like, as the most entertaining, do you ever feel like you make a sacrifice of winning a race to be more entertaining? Not not so much like that, no. Um, so if I win something and I get out and I get to show my skills outside of the truck, I like to think sometimes that that helps me. I don't think it really does, mm -hmm. but it makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for a while, every so often, I'll do somewhat of a halftime show. You know, I'm a Megalodon this year, the past couple of years. I go out and I do the wave. Um, that's another way of me just kind of, you know, after I do the wave, the audience did something for me. So before I leave, you know, I do something for the audience. And sometimes I like to believe that that helps me out sometimes, too. It doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so a little bit broader from both like your stunt work and from driving for Monster Jam, how do you know if somebody has what it takes to succeed in high-risk entertainment? You don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's no, like, you don't look at somebody and you're like, that guy is going to kill it in this, or like, there's no, you don't have a, a sense of how you could tell. Not at all. Um, <laughs> as far as all this now, um, I am somewhat of a recruiter for Monster Jam, so I know what we're looking for, and I have helped people, you know, get in and get on as far as being drivers or even hosts and things like that. The main thing that we look for is this, believe it or not. Um, just like entertainment, you know, you have to be well in front of the camera. What a lot of people don't understand about Monster Jam is driving the trucks and doing all the, you know, the extra, extra fun stuff. It's all fun. But the extra, extra fun stuff is only like 30%. Uh, Everything else is media relations and, uh, you know, talking to people and, you know, visiting kids and in media and stuff like that, which, you know, we absolutely love. There's nothing wrong with it. But some people come in and they just want to drive. Oh, I just want to drive. Uh. And then when you're auditioning, they put you in front of the camera. It's like, hey, wait, what, what, are, what are you doing? And that, that's not what I signed up for. Yes, it is. So you may hire or have someone come into audition and they're like, yeah, I'm ready. Da, 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 da. They get into the truck. And then first off, I've had people straight up say to me, oh, I could do what you do. I, I, I could do this. You know, fans that come to see the show or the events and they get in the truck and they look and is like, okay, wait a minute. I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Where are the keys? 
well, there are no keys, bud. Get out of the truck. <laughs> <laughs> we have people that train us at what we call Monster Jam University. Um, you know, Mr. Tom Mintz, Maximum Destruction, he, he runs a part of that. The trucks are naked, so they can see everything that we're doing as we do it. And they have an eye for it. Not only is the truck doing something, but then they can see us plain as day. Some people will jump the truck that first time and they can instantly tell that that person is now scared of the truck. You can go through your first rollover or something like that and they can tell if it rattled you or not. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe straight up this is why I'm here today. During the audition process, the first thing you do is figure eights. That is the way that they make sure that you keep one hand on the steering wheel and the other hand on the toggle switch. After that, you do what's called a hole shot, and that's just shifting from first gear to second gear, low to high, and then, you know, doing it with the correct timing. Then they teach you, give you a race pass, which includes a jump. When you jump, they, they, they teach you all the things. Now, my first, I, I believe it was actually my second day, we were doing a stadium pass for me for my audition. And I was having trouble drifting the trucks because of the rear steer. When you're drifting in a car, you know, um, well, for me personally, the cars that I've driven, power sliding, you kind of jump into it a little late. With the trucks, everything is early. So it was very difficult for me to kind of flip that switch. But when I finally got it right, I did it a, a few times, but this time in particular, I did it perfect. When I came around the corner, though, it was one of those, okay, I'm coming in nice and hot. Um, the jump is coming up. Um, I just realized I don't know how I'm supposed to slow down because I was, I was coming <laughs> hot, hot, okay? So I was like, well, I'm not getting off of this throttle. I'm going for it. So as soon as my front two tires hit that, that, that ramp, the, the finish line, basically, I let off the throttle right there. No, no, no. <laughs> I came in hot and I flew through the air, but because I got off the throttle super early, the truck, we call it nose picking or lawn darting. Oh, I lawn darted the truck. And to this day at Monster Jam University, I have the gnarliest rollover that they have ever seen because I rolled <laughs> three and a half times and the wheel popped off the truck. People have rolled three times and popped off a truck, but not three and a half. It makes a difference, I promise. <laughs> um, but when I got out of the truck, I was literally like, "Woo, okay, so um, do we do that again? Um, do I get another one? Like, how does this work? Um, do we keep going? <laughs> so because I got out of the truck ready to go again, like, hey, sorry for breaking that, but can we do it again? I think that's why they were like, okay, he, he's fun to watch. He's entertaining. Let's give him a <laughs> shot. And here we are. I so, so I like <laughs> what one thing I love is you're like, when you're drifting, when I'm drift, do I look like I'm well, drifting you very know often? You know? 
<laughs> like I'm just, I'm just not drifting. I drive like a Subaru Forester, man. You, you know? can drink. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm not drifting. It's very clear. I'm not fit. I'm not cut out for it. But that's hilarious to think, like, because if you got out of that and you just lawn dart this thing, totally smash up a truck. I think a lot of people would be like, I need to think about my life. I need to walk away. You know, like, like, you know, I really want to be doing this. Uh, so this is this is great. Um, kind of wrapping up, like, what would you say to people young or old who loved racing in monster trucks and might never have thought that they could find a career in it? Anything is possible. Um, I am a, a, a direct, in my opinion, good example of that. I grew up being that dreamer. Okay. Um, Spider-Man was my favorite superhero back in the day. And I grew up and I was able to play the role of Spider-Man. Went from dream job to dream job. You know, I didn't ever think that I would get out of my hometown of Albany, Georgia. You know, I didn't know that I would be able to travel to even just California, across the nation, to other countries, doing things that I love in general. I've traveled Canada, I've traveled across the U.S., Mexico. You know, I've done a lot of things. And it's all because I stayed humble the best way I could. I continued to work on the crafts and do the things that I loved. Being that dreamer, I have found out that dreams do come true. I'm also a huge Disney buff. You know, when you wish upon a star. <laughs> you know, I did that as a kid and a certain part of me still kind of believes that, you know, that has helped me to where I am today. I think Jim Carrey said it the best. You can fail at something that you don't love. Why not go for the thing that you do love? Well, Bernard, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Where can people find your schedule and learn more about where they can see you race? Monsterjam.com. I also have a Facebook page and an Instagram, Bernard.light, L-Y-G-H-T. That's where my main schedules will be and are usually posted. Awesome. Today's episode was written and produced by Matthew Brown. Be sure to check out Bernard at Team Megalodon next time they roll through your city. You can always get tickets over at monsterjam.com. And we're fully supported by you, dear listener. I mean, we have an outstanding deal with Acast right now. I'm not going to get into it. But you can support the show by picking up some merch over at weird.work. That's the website. Weird.work work we don't have a patreon yet don't don't ask me about it we're working on it as always stay weird you gas guzzling adrenaline junkies Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.